There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Ryan Kelly, morning after. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Oh. Oh. We're in the hallway. <laughs> Every time I walk in here, it's 7.03. Yeah, is there nothing else I could put on there? So you hear the exact same thing. I walk yeah, in here and they're playing our show. Oh, God, don't play our show. And I'm going, my God, you have the Riz show, which has like this huge following. Courtney's show has a huge following. And they're playing our nonsense. Maybe they're trying and to honestly, drive. I have the same feeling as you. I'm like, God, could they maybe turn that off? <laughs> it's on, I think it's on a rotator, so like... I don't know. Because, like, when I walk in, Plock, I don't know about you, but when I walk in around 6, it's always the Riz show. Well, once Riz goes live, but I, once they're off air, it's back to us again. I they think, just trying think to drive people out of the building? And around it, probably 11.45 today, you're going to see hear Tim's utteral moan as Stan <laughs> Hubbard walks into the building. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like a, like a lunar eclipse. Like, if we're on the rotator at the right time in the lobby... And some goofy ass segments playing. Oh yeah, that's someone, a risk. Someone might catch a a pube re- like mm. I, I, no. I remember I was walking through the lobby and there were people sitting in the lobby and it was Frank Opinion reading the the Dotham email and I was like, oh my god, what these poor people have no idea what they're <sighs> listening to. The oh. undercarriage shrubs of a bear. Oh. You filthy boy whore. Okay, <laughs> someone just heard that in the lobby. It's Ryan Kelly morning after. Welcome to our 9 o'clock hour. EDF group sponsor of our text inbox here on this award-winning radio presentation. It was engineered design facilities, but now it's the EDF group. They're moving forward as the EDF group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out that newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF group, your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, commercial fire alarm, and electrical and IT infrastructure needs. To contact the EDF group, email fire at theedfgroup.com. Experience the EDF group difference and learn more at the edfgroup.com. Holderness and Bourne is where you can go and get wonderful golf polos, hbgolf.com, and enter the promo code TMA15, and you get 15% off your order. Uh, When you want to look good and you also want to feel good in all types of weather conditions and swing a golf club comfortably, fit is essential. Holderness and Bourne has nailed the fit because their approach is tailored but not tight even for those who wear a bigger size. Enjoy 15% off at hbgolf.com with the code TMA15. 
and check out their new spring styles and colors. Again, go to hbgolf.com and apply the code TMA15 for 15% off your next order and feel the difference in their premium golf apparel, holderness and born, classic style with modern fit and performance. I will be off tomorrow. Jackson will be in here running point. KG and O-Town will be uh, in. Uh, Joey Zanaboni will be joining the program. Doug, as my continued conspiracy to make more money by having guests on oh. uh, plays out here on TMA. This that is helps. A, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> more fan page theories. Uh, so uh, that will be taking place. Jackson and I will make more money by having John Denton on coming up at 1015. That's well, a money uh, grab. Basically. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, this is, I don't know if this is a money grab, but it's just not paying bills, so you can call it whatever you would like. Uh, this Bailey situation. Plowhawk, you're a Bailey's guy, am I right? I mean, they have a great business model. They can do whatever they want, not pay anybody. The best. Oh, that's the model? So it. they, uh, they got together in court yesterday. <laughs> so good, dude. It's unreal. I, I could do five hours on this thing. I fall like a soap opera. That's unbelievable. No easy task today. U.S. Judge Christopher Lopez quipped nine and a half hours into Wednesday's highly contentious Bailey's bankruptcy hearing in Houston, featuring the regional sports network on one side and Major League Baseball and four of its teams on the other. With Commissioner Rob Manfred often bobbing back and forth during his time on the witness stand, MLB's four-year battle with Diamond Sports Group, a.k.a. Bailey's and its parents, Sinclair, got a full public airing held to determine if Diamond Sports Group should pay the Rangers, Twins, Guardians, and Diamondbacks full value on their TV contracts. The hearing ripped back the curtain on the bitter relationship between baseball and Bailey's, which airs 13 baseball teams' games in addition to 28 from the NBA and NHL. The central issue in the case, Doug, is this. Okay, what is the central issue? Bailey's passionate pursuit of streaming rights for all its teams with those locked down for one more season for all its NBA and NHL franchises, but only for five Major League Baseball squads. Since Sinclair purchased the regional sports network business in 2019, through the bankruptcy filing in March and on Wednesday, it has aggressively sought MLB's direct-to-consumer rights as the cord-cutting induced demise of the traditional cable system accelerated and ultimately forced bankruptcy. Here is what MLB's outside counsel, James Bromley, called Bailey's approach. What do you call it? One word, blackmail. Ah. (laughs) He said uh, it would pay the four teams at issue full value if they simply handed over the direct streaming rights. The issue with that is those those have value. You Mm -hmm. don't just hand them over. Now, Bailey's just wants them. So they are saying they will pay their bill if you just hand them the direct streaming rights. DTC means to be able to watch it on your phone and wouldn't have the blackouts, for the record, because I realize I'm using terms that some people who don't follow sports media uh, might not follow. That's Another, a good term. I mean, you can't—it's not in the contract. You can't say, oh, we're, oh, it's a, it's we filed for bankruptcy. We're not going to pay you. Give us more, and we might pay you. I know they can't say anything, but I feel badly for the people who work for those well, companies. Yeah, I do, I, too. I honestly do, because— it's it's been a well-known bad place to work for two plus decades and you know now you got now you get i mean this is on full display now now it's under oath another mlb outside counsel ben walker compelled diamond ceo david doug you pronounce it preshlack i've always said preslack so the ch is silent i think it's preshlack thank you yeah. to divulge the number of subscribers to bailey sports plus 
since the direct-to-consumer app launched last June, a figure the company has held tight. The answer is 203,000, a figure Preschlack admitted is 55% of their goal. And despite, quote, and despite this budget miss in the first quarter, you're still projecting over 850,000 subscribers by the end of the year, Walker asked. That's more than four times the number of subscribers as of April. (laughs) Preschlack answered affirmatively, though he used a figure of 802,000 and confirmed the next question that Diamond is projecting 10 million subscribers by 2028. For those of you who occasionally may invest in startups, they call this the hockey stick, in which here are projections, and then it just goes like that, like a hockey stick, even though there's no real basis uh, of a track record to indicate that. Sure. Yeah, and then usually investors go, thanks, I'll pass. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at Bailey's, a company that's worth billions of dollars, uh, they do go with the hockey stick. It's been no secret that DSG and MLB have been at loggerheads. You like that, Doug, at loggerheads? I like it, yeah. For some time, but the depths of the enmity came in the uh, open with Manfred's time on the witness stand. Friendly questioning from Bromley elicited an anecdote in which the commissioner accused the executive chairman of Sinclair, David Smith, of threatening economic harm to baseball in a private meeting in the commissioner's office if baseball did not consent to handing over the direct-to-consumer <laughs> Dude, it's unbelievable. like a shakedown. People? It's unbelievable. They don't even have leverage. It's like the meeting between Sam Ace Rothstein and the, and the local from Las Vegas right. when the guy wasn't handling the slots properly. So how would they do? They just shut down all broadcasting of all games? I shall tell you. Here is exactly what Rob Manfred said under oath yesterday. Okay. Quote, the chairman of Sinclair actually came to New York to see me. We met one-on-one, Manfred said. And Mr. Smith, you know, said, well, you know we want these rights. And I said, well, unfortunately, sometimes people want things they're not going to get, and you're not going to get these rights. And he said to me, so let me tell you what's going to happen. Boy, he's laying a law down here. He says, I put $2 billion into the purchase of these regional sports networks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep this going long enough until I get my $2 billion out, okay? And then I'm going to start squeezing your clubs. And take, I'm reading this transcript. What? And then I'm going to start squeezing your clubs to take their rights fees down, okay? Same Rothstein. In order to make sure that I stay profitable in the RSN business. And if they don't agree to that, I'm going to put the entity into bankruptcy, and I'm going to selectively reject contracts. Jackson, you can vouch I am reading word for word. It's absolutely bananas. By rejecting contracts, Smith would have met what Diamond Sports Group, a.k.a. Bailey's, just did with the Padres which is they just walked away from the contract on Tuesday. They did not pay the San Diego Padres. Because they didn't want to. That's right. In the case of the four teams represented at Wednesday's hearing, and again, that's the Guardians, Diamondbacks, uh, Twins, and... Rangers. Thank you. Diamond instead is using its rights in bankruptcy to pay for fair market value during the time between the filing of the bankruptcy and the decision whether to reject or keep the contract. Judge Lopez ordered last month for Bailey's to pay half the rights after the company ceased payments. When Bailey's does make a decision, if it keeps the contracts, it must then revert to the original contract value. But if they reject it, at that time it doesn't need to reimburse the teams for the lower payments. Uh, When it came time for Manfred's cross-examination, Bailey's outside counsel, John Higgins, did not deny the David Smith meeting in Manfred's office 
but pointed out Bailey's is now all but separate from Sinclair. Commissioner, you enjoyed, you relished telling your story about what David Smith said to you in your office, Higginson, and then pointing to Preshlak, the Diamond CEO in the gallery. Higgins asked Manfred if he knew who he was. When the commissioner said yes, Higgins replied, he doesn't work for David Smith, right? Manfred responded, I don't know who he works for. Sinclair's role is greatly reduced since the bankruptcy with creditors agreeing to exchange their owed debt for Sinclair equity. So this guy went to Manfred and said he worked for him, but he didn't work for him? Huh. It was just a shakedown. <laughs> Dude. Let me ask you, why? Can they just pick and choose? Like, I guess I guess they paid the Cardinals and the other they teams. They did. That is correct. But they just said, ah, let's just pick the potter. We won't pay them this That month. is correct. Okay. They just pick and choose who they want to pay. That is correct. Okay. I know all of this sounds asinine, and you would assume that there's more to it, but that actually is so, correct. Put all the teams in a hat and say... Uh, it's not in a hat. Padres. The Padres are, are losing money. The Cardinals are not. Many teams are not. But either way, in all, the case of all, they overpaid. Yeah. And that is that is at its core. And furthermore, the biggest issue is they can't do the direct to cut, you know, because I mean, Cardinal fans right now want to go, okay, I just want to be able to watch home Cardinal fans want to just be able to watch on their phone. Well, you can, as long as you're not in the St. Louis area. Yeah. You know, I wish the Cardinals just start their own network and just say, Hey, 10 bucks a month. You can watch all the Cardinal games you want on the Cardinal baseball network. Well, there's well, that there's, there would be that, but that's one issue because it has overhead to do that. But then secondarily, a number of people have said they wouldn't pay it. Now, what fans don't realize is you were paying it, but you just paid your cable or your satellite bill and didn't realize you were yeah. paying it. It was rolled in, but it was itemized in yeah. the bill. But people psychologically feel like it's like how people would pay for, like, a newspaper. How many people pay for online at STL Today or The Athletic? I do, but it's part of doing the shows I do, so I, that's how I justify it. But for a lot of people, they go, well, I wasn't paying for STLToday.com in the 90s and the 2000s, so I'm not going to start doing it now. Even though there's certainly value to what you are reading uh, why would you assume that you should get that for free? And the reason is, is because when internet, the internet really came into its own in the mid-1990s, newspapers didn't know how to react, and so they go, crap, I guess we'll just put everything up on the website, and didn't have a monetization short-term strategy, or a long-term how this is going to affect the actual print business, and of course the print is now thinner than my hairline, and there's no advertising in it, and people are going, well, I didn't pay to read online 10 years ago, I'm not going to do it now. And so people just go without it. And that is why you see that industry going down. So the same thing for baseball, people are not going, I'm not going to pay $20. I'd do it happily. If I could just go, the Cardinals are on and I can watch it here and not think anything of it. And I don't have to subscribe to cable to to get it. But that's surprisingly, from my standpoint, it is really not being well received. And right now it's just an idea. Now, maybe Doug, when it actually comes to fruition, should it come to fruition, people will pay because then they'll go, okay, I'm not going to pay for cable anymore because I don't really need cable. I just get the apps of the shows I want. And so I'll view the Cardinals like an app and I will get all of the games kind of like you get all of MLS with Apple TV. I don't know. But Could that's be. what baseball yeah. staring down the barrel of. Because either way, the revenue that you were getting from your television deals, my belief is, is going to go down significantly. Yeah, and, and probably ultimately salaries of players. And I don't understand. Like Me personally, I wouldn't get STL today and pay for it because I really don't care about news. <laughs> nice. Um, huh. No, I don't. I don't care. 
Do you um, care to stay informed at all? No, if I need a Cardinal score, I just type in MLB scores. But I there's see more to life than a Cardinal I know, score. but I don't care about news. I don't watch it. You don't care about what happens in your town? No, I have not watched country? a newscast in two years. Um, I wow. couldn't tell you what's going on in the world. Um, and you're comfortable it, with no, that? Yeah, because it's mainly sad. And I, wanna, and I don't want to see sad news, so I just but stay But you still have there. to stay informed. No, I don't. Why? I do this show and I go home and watch Blacklist. I don't <laughs> care what's I don't care what's going on outside <laughs> my house. Um, Aren't you glad not everyone thinks that way, that, that some people do like to be informed and know what's going on? Well, to each their own. Informed is certainly okay. subject to opinion. Yeah, to each yeah. their own. What does it matter? You get informed and you just go rip somebody on Twitter. Oh, I saw this article, you idiot. Uh, that's all this is. But about uh, 300 fans showed up here <laughs> at the Spreckles Theater Andy. tonight. They had plenty to say. Now, the Spreckles, you may know, is named after a sugar magnate. But there was nothing sweet about how this forum started. That's yeah, just good that's that's all it is. Nobody wants to watch that stuff. But the fact is, um, before the Internet, people paid 50 cents a day to get their newspaper. But yeah. now you won't pay 50 cents a day to get it online? And I think it's because... It was free for so long. If the paper had been free for so long, and then they said, oh, we're going to charge you 50 cents for the paper, probably wouldn't get it. But it's been you free for so exactly long. You are saying exactly what I just was saying. Yeah, it's, it's free exactly for so right, long. And now people are saying, whoa, I don't want to pay for it now. <clears throat> but yet they would still pay for a newspaper. Right. And there's so much out there on the Internet that you don't pay for that people are also inclined oh, yeah. not You can to go to CNN it. and all these networks if you want news and for free. And mm-hmm. I only know a few. I know the Washington Post and New York Times will usually pop up a good article I want to read. And I start reading it, and it has nothing to do with news. It has to do with entertainment or something, music. And I start reading, and after one paragraph, buy it. Yeah. I can't. So for those of us Local who haven't news had, is a dead media. <laughs> for okay. those of us who haven't had cable for years, this twenty dollar a month thing makes perfect sense. The only option that has existed for us for years is shelling out more than a hundred dollars per month for cable subscription. We don't want. That's what it has been for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I have Spectrum, even though I also have YouTube TV, but I have Spectrum because that's my way to watch the Cardinals and the Blues. Now I realize there are back alley ways of watching the content, but that is not the route that I go. doesn't mean I'm on a moral high ground, I'm a pervert, I'm a creep, I'm godless, but I just don't go that route. I just want the convenience of being able to just click on it, but it is not really all of that convenient um, relative to what it actually was. It would be incredibly interesting, and I know we talked a little bit about this, if it did go to over-the-air networks, like if it went to Channel 11, which right. is a network affiliate, but it's not, you know, an NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox affiliate. Mm-hmm. All due respect to the CW and all the great things they're doing with Live Golf. Tim, my favorite part of this uh, MLB Sinclair article, this one's from Front Office Sports, is in January, MLB offered to purchase the media rights for the 14 clubs broadcast by Diamond Sports Group. Preshlock said the offer was for $60 million, although Manfred said the tell package was around $400 million. <laughs> Doug, there's a slight discrepancy, <laughs> right. and, and you just have to wonder if there was a typo. Yeah, well, I don't believe the, the Bailey's people. It's unbelievable. He said, no, they they offered $60 million. Manfred said, no, $400 million. Right. And what did Bailey's purchase it for originally, for the record? I don't know. $10.6 billion. That's good. In 2019. Mm -hmm. That's like the KFNS sale of 2004 versus the one in 2010. It actually mathematically might, might wind up being about right. Um, I don't know if they could ever make it work where they just partnered with a station like Channel 11. It would certainly help with uh, getting the games out there. Everyone would be able to see them, but I don't think the Cardinals would make near enough money that way. A local station's not going to give them a, a, you know, a boatload of money for the broadcast rights. Nothing like what... 
Bayless has given him, and the Cardinals could still sell the advertising. Cardinals are making about seventy million this year. This year, yeah, from the Bailey's deal. Yeah, I can't believe any local station. Well, that would that wouldn't be it. But that, that's the thing; they wouldn't. It just wouldn't even be live. Now, I don't know what the advertising split is. See, and I know I'm going to go kind of into the weeds on this between Bailey's and the Cardinals right now. In other words. My guess is, this is 100% speculation, well, what do they do? They pay for those rights, and then what do they do once they pay for the rights? Then they sell the, the advertising with, of course, the goal to, to generate more than $70 million. Now, I know the Cardinals were given, I believe, a quarter of the Bailey Sports Midwest uh, ownership in the transaction, which, you know... I don't know what kind of value that holds at this point. So they own 25% of the business, not the controlling shares. But if the Cardinals took it in-house, and I don't even know if they would have any interest in doing this, uh, and then sold all the advertising and then have some kind of rev share with Channel 11, I'm just putting as if Channel 11 is interested in this, I have no idea, um, then perhaps that is the way they can make up the dollars, but would they make $70 million off of advertising on Cardinals games over the course of the year? I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea. But if they are indeed making $70 million from their television deal this year, and let's say going forward, just for the sake of the discussion, they only make 50, which I'm sure plenty of people go, $50 million is a lot of money. Well, that's fine, but you don't know what the expense side is, and that's $20 million. You can then see how that begins to trickle down to salaries for players, much less the organization. So this is a significant sports business story. It's a sports fan story because of the way fans get to access the games, but then it actually can become a baseball story because it can impact player salaries. And then, just in addition, when the CEOs and the commissioners talk under oath, it sounds like it's like a Scorsese movie. Mm-hmm. So someone's it's got gonna, everything. Someone's going to get their leg broken. You think that's what's happening next? Yeah. Are the Pod- <laughs> if we see Manfred in a cast, we'll know what happened. Are the Padres still being broadcast? They are. MLB Network is handling it. Okay. So if you have MLB TV, it, they don't black it out in San Diego right now. And again, you have to have MLB TV, which is a paid, which I do have. But but when I go to watch the Cardinals games, it's blacked out. Yeah. Nice. Well, if you probably have a cable sub- subscription that you use to watch the Padres on, you probably have MLB. But TV. see, every most people are getting away from cable and going to the apps. Right. So, uh, but there, even if it's YouTube TV, which doesn't have MLB Network, I don't believe. So you're still having to pay for it to watch it. I'm learning a lot about business on my travel day today, and it's great. Bailey's is basically using the godfather method of negotiating, trying to get a signature. I'm walking into my next meeting and saying, you're investing with us, but we're just going to steal your money, and if you complain, I'll just sue you or file for bankruptcy. Thanks. Doug, it's Mario in Chicago, and he's got a new business plan. Yeah, seems to be the method. They're very perturbed by the fact that a team left because they were no longer getting paid. God almighty. Asking for protection money. (laughs) <laughs> it's wild. It is really good. Well, there's a reason I haven't seen a game in like two and a half years. You haven't seen a Cardinal game in two and a half years? <laughs> no. Damn. They're not that fun to watch. I'll be You're honest. not interested at all in the, in the game? I am if I could find it. They're a last place team with I'm not, not one paying Bailey's to watch oh. it and have Miles it, Michael is on a heater plow. Outside of my 10 minutes. So does that mean you only get your opponent's feed, or is your broadcast team still doing the games? That's from Chunk and the Chuck. Uh, I don't get either. It doesn't matter. It's blacked out on MLU TV. 
you, when I go to ML, let's say I wanted to watch, sometimes I'll do it for if I just for the hell of it, bet on a game or a daily fantasy roster or fantasy baseball. Uh, I uh, I click on the game and then it gives me the option of like if it's a Red Sox game, the Nesson feed or the you know Yes feed if it's a Yankees game, so I can choose the broadcast team. Was the Yes Yes maybe the first company to go out on its own and have their own network? I believe for the team? so. I believe so. Now it's like twenty something years ago, wasn't it? Uh, they celebrated an anniversary recently. I don't know what it was. Uh, hey, I deep tease this, and it's 9:50, so I got to get to a lot of different things here. Uh, Jackson, you might be doing balloon party first segment. Han Solo, not not a problem. We got nuggets and heat tonight. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, get those listeners ready. <laughs> uh, Milagro Tequila, listener of the month, May 2023. Yeah. History made in yesterday's papal conclave, Doug. Unanimous. No, why unanimous. would unanimous? Oh, first what... unanimous vote. Buck Swope. Oh, how about that? Has won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Even Iggy said it's got to be Swope. It was a unanimous vote. Yeah, it had to be Swope. I mean, we were. I was thinking a little bit about that girl with the picture, but she wasn't <laughs> do much. I could not vote for them because it looked like kind of a hostage situation, black and white. Because <laughs> all they did was send one picture. <laughs> Swope had an email almost oh, every day. All he it put takes. together a great video with Jay Jr. Yep. All the what pictures he, he took great. at the yeah. dotum and the pre-dotum party, right. and he's he had a big month. They so. did. He had a wonderful month. Mm-hmm. Buck Swope, Milagro Tequila, Lister of the Month. Plus, he has the Swope's Picks sewed. I got to listen to that. I yeah. called Remembering Jennings, I believe is what Nice it's little package. Uh, you're going to get some tequila. That blue um, Milagro T-shirt and hat are pretty sweet. So nice little package for you. There you go, Doug. got to come pick it up. We don't yeah. have stamps. No, we don't have stamps. We have plenty of stamps, but we actually have a receptionist that you can come up Jody. to the office and Jody will Long hand it green. to you. Uh, we do have driving distance off the tee, and it's fun to watch. Driving the ball 300 yards is cool and impresses your buddies, but scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you had a great drive only to miss the green, skull a chip, and three-putt your way to a double bogey? While tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. That's why tour players like John Rahm and Max Homa have installed Celebrity Greens in their backyards. Call Clubhouse Turf. That's St. Louis' exclusive partner, Celebrity Greens. Golf Digest best in golf and start improving your game today. The number is 314-834-2339. Visit clubhouseturf.com. Let them know you are a TMA lister. They'll take great care of you. It's clubhouseturf.com. Call 314-834-2339. Clubhouse Turf. Turf. I look at my backyard and I think to myself, how glorious would it be to have myself a little green mm. and a little bunker yeah. and a little area to chip? I would be out there all the time. I wonder if uh, my betrothed would be on board with that. What do you think, Doug? Probably not. I uh-huh. bet she would. You think so? Again? Yeah, because then you know, you decide. You're deciding. Jameson would stay busy. Uh, yeah. You know. Oh, I'd definitely do it. There I you would go. just do it while you get your place in Florida. <laughs> and you're going to ditch the show and leave us? Yeah, we go Adam Scott. <laughs> he just brought in Adam Scott somehow. Well, I don't got, know how that happened. He got to one under, and now he's back-to-back bogeys. Doug, there you how go. How about Lady Gaga? What's she up to now? <laughs> <laughs> or, or the St. Charles Bowling Hall of Fame. Well, I can tell you Taylor Pendleton pick is four over. Ooh, take that, Doug. Okay. How's that feel? Well, it wasn't a pick. It was a, just a blind draw. Yeah. Well, both of us got Mitchell, and he's in second place. Is he really? Oh, is he? Yeah, he's three and four. Sharp stroke on the lead. Okay. Who's the leader? Uh, Matthew Wallace, I believe. Really? Five under. How about that? Uh, Doug, it's time for the designer heating and cooling email of the day. 
away. First one of the month of June. Who is going to take an early lead? So important in this contest to hold on to that early lead. Mm -hmm. Has anybody ever gone wire to wire? Doug, has anybody ever gone wire to wire in the design here? I don't. Buck Swope may have last month. He might have. You're right. Can't even imagine watching something just because of the announcer. You know what? I take that back. I wouldn't listen to this show if it wasn't for Tim being on it. Oh. And you know what <laughs> ever happened? I agree with that. <laughs> the Cooper story. Everybody knows the building across the street has no windows. Been boarded up for 75 years. But this email's about my sexual experience last night. Minding my own business, driving through Sunset Hills when I heard an old Richard Simmons show. I hadn't seen it for years. As I watched it through the bedroom window, my back started to ache, so I went in. A handsome man in feet pajamas had fallen asleep watching. So? <laughs> well, about 10 minutes later, he opened up the back flap and arched his back for an easy entrance. Oh. Talk about sweating to the oldies. I bet the dude lost five pounds. I gave him my ground and pound. I did lose five pounds. That's from Big, and then the, I guess the first name is Sal, and then the last name is Ami. Big Salami. <laughs> Italian. And he's new. Uh, picture this, a wispy 116-pound mustached boy with the frame of a 13-year-old going into puberty. The hog of an adult film star in the bush of one of those tribesmen from a remote jungle island who has never encountered anyone from the civilized world comes home from his treacherous three-hour workday to his longtime lover. Fueled by high-fructose corn syrup, eroticism sweetener, and THC, he ravenously makes love to his partner for upwards of 11 minutes. He gets there. She gets there. Two become one. Six canine eyes stare through the cracked ah. bedroom door as the boy arises from his passion pit. Without saying a word, breathless and perspiring, he leaves his chambers and makes his way into the kitchen and heads straight for the fridge. He pushes aside an abnormal amount of yogis, puddings, and the like. This boy knows exactly what he wants and what he needs. He reaches for the only thing that can quench the thirst that this steamy lovemaking sesh has created. Mm. The gallon of whole milk that may or may not have expired a week ago. As he slurps the delectable bovine nectar, some drips down his boy chest, circumvents that eight-inch nipple hair, and trickles down to his dense, dense thicket. Uh. He doesn't mind. He looks around, beaming with pride for his conquests, as his mischievous smile forms from ear to ear. This is Plowboy and Scene. That's from Oh My God, Pop, Pop, Stop. And Scene. Oh My God, Pop, Pop, Stop. Tell me why the KFC in Edwardsville removed popcorn, chicken, and chocolate chip cookies from their menu. Furthermore, where the hell do they get off not having a single pack of strawberry jelly? Do they expect me to just put butter on my biscuit like some common poor? That kind of move might fly with poverty-stricken diabetic pretending to be wealthy on HD2 like Mr. Licks, but that crap does not sit right with me. I wouldn't think so. Guess what makes me even more confused than KFC's menu choices? The fact that Plowsy pronounces the word sorority as sorority. When he first interrupted Doug's story yesterday to weave in a confusing non sequitur about Bama Rush, I thought I misheard him talking like a two-year-old. Nope. The plowstoner continued to say sorority over and over. But none of you guys corrected him or even seemed to care. And that's why I think it's time for TMA to do the responsible thing and hire a fourth producer. Especially since that one old guy who wears sweaters in June just kind of inexplicably wanders in and out of the studio sometimes. Please consider this my official application. And if you need a celebrity to promote TMA at car shows in DeSoto, I don't mind working on weekends for some valuable exposure either. Sincerely, St. Louis charity softball enthusiast Andrew Jones. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew Jones. 
softball enthusiasts. Wake up, it's the first of the month, so get up, so cash your checks and come up. Happy 18-month anniversary at Hubbard. Well, 17 months. Well, you didn't really start on New Year's Day. Your first show at Hubbard was on January 4th. Thanks for the history lesson, Colombo. Now, shifting gears. I want to tell you a story about the cat. Yesterday afternoon, I was hanging out at Three Kings to Parrot, chatting with the Soulard Twink Boy about the dotum. He was trying to remember which year he played. Talking about Cucky's Gip Mask, differentiating between restaurant waitresses and strippers. When all of a sudden, I looked down at my phone and Iggy's DMing me to ask what years he coached Fontbonne. <laughs> Now, I did edit a Swope's Picks called Coach Strode, but I held off releasing it because I really wanted to interview one of his boulders before interviewing Iggy, but it never materialized. Anyway, the cat was hilarious in this line of question during the investigation. I suppose we get on with it and just release the soda as this with a fresh Iggy interview. Now, if you excuse me, I need to get caught up on my Stephen A. Smith content. One could easily argue there are adults who like Stephen A. Smith talking about eating ass and drinking breast milk more than his hot takes on ESPN. Hmm. I think that's Buck Swope. Sure it was. Buck Swope with a nice little email. And that's what we have for the designer. Hitting and cooling email day! Well, there were some pretty good ones. I thought the best was, oh my God, pop, pop, stop. thought that was the best. What was the one that uh, <clears throat> talked about plowsies? Uh, that was, oh, my God, pop, pop, oh. stop. Yeah, oh, my God, pop, pop. Oh, oh my God, pop, pop, stop has shifted. Okay. The design, air, heating, and... Oh, do you have a problem with the word sorority? Sorority? <laughs> it's a sorority. Sorority? Bunch of R's in there. Oh, Soror my God, pop, pop, stop. Dang, what about that? <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be pronounced. You guys are butchering it. Why? Isn't that blueberry pop, pop? Indeed. No, he does say, producer tags as his, as his ending, and that's Ronnie's producer tag. Doug, you know Ronnie's uh, cinema. I don't you, even you, know what he's doing. Oh, my God, Ronnie, stop. Who says that? Blueberry sitting in that bowl over there. Yeah, yeah blueberry pie? got some blackberries. Ooh, nice. One of my favorites. Speaking of one of my favorites, it's time for Balloon Party. Doug, we're celebrating our near 17-month anniversary Almost. today. Yeah, a couple more days. 17. So uh, it's going to be huge. Uh, Jackson will be in my chair tomorrow. Uh, KG and O-Town will be in Jackson's chair tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday. Gentlemen, you have a fine weekend. I'll try to go and, and win it for the Warson Woods Wacko. Are you really playing, or is this more of this Friday suspension you got from the St. Margaret of Scotland, Scotland people? Suspension. Cancellation, yeah. candidly. Yeah. You got uh, practice round today? Uh, practice round on the par three, which you and I were so uh, successful in last year. Yeah, finished second. Yeah, Mark sh Melton should have won, but <laughs> you couldn't make a putt. Iggy did make a no, putt. I mean, he did. He no. did make a putt. Yeah, I think Milton made like a fifty footer, which if it didn't hit the hole, it would have been another sand trap over the ground. I believe that was his partner. Oh, was it? Yeah, I know one of them did. Mark had the reaction like he hit it. Mm. Yeah, it you far. told you told him. To I still got an effing putt here, and yeah. you made it. And then I made it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, time for oh, us yeah. to go. Doug, we got this balloon party going okay. on down the hallway. Right, we'll for the Plowhawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Higgins, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas, I'm on it. This has been Ryan Kelly, Morning, from the Michael Studios.